Hi, I'm Miss Marcy, and you are listening to Conversations with Miss Marcy podcast. If you are looking for watered down conversations, this might not be the podcast for you. I'm just saying. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Conversations with Miss Marcy. I am Miss Marcy. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome and I hope you come back. And to my continued listeners and supporters, thank you so much. Thank you always. And to each and every one of you, whether you are new or whether you are old, I don't mean old like age-wise, you know what I mean? I mean, you are, you've been my day one, okay? And if you're new, to each and every one of you, I say you could be listening to any podcast, but you choose, you chose to listen to this one. So for that, I damn sure appreciate you. I appreciate you. Okay. So anyway, (laughs) I child, having said all that, um, let's go ahead and get into today's reflection. And it says, hold up, hold up, hold up. I can't, I can't do like I did last time. I had to find it and shit. Hold up, hold up, hold up. All right, it says, don't change yourself so that other people will like you. Be yourself so that the right people will love you. Yeah. I like that. Y'all like that? I love that. Matter of fact, because my thing is, it's true. I mean, you have to be your authentic self. You have to be your authentic self um, because you never know like who you may be a blessing to just from you being you. If you're trying to be somebody else, you know, how can you, you know, how can you put yourself and align yourself up with the blessings that are meant for you because you're you? That's how I look at it. And I definitely try to be my authentic self at all times. I really do. I do kind of have to balance, you know, uh, my professional life as opposed to my personal life. Like I'm still Marcy, even in my professional world, but there are certain things that I won't say or do, you know, in a professional setting. And I'm saying that because some people think that being yourself or just being true and being real, keeping it real, that means that you have to be that way even in certain settings it's like there's a time and a place for certain attitudes and certain actions so what i mean by that is so like for me on this podcast y'all hear y'all y'all, y'all be hearing me cuss a little bit i'll be dropping f-bombs and shit like that you know just like ooh, ooh, just just now you know what i'm saying i can have a little bit of a potty mouth going on i'm not gonna lie but i'm still such a fucking lady okay but in a professional setting i turn it off okay so and that's what I mean. And I'm just using cussing as an example, but there's other m- more, you know, there's other examples that I could use, but that's just one that comes to mind is that you can still be yourself, but it's certain things that you're not going to do and say, and you know, in certain settings, like I have a good girlfriend of mine and she, um, she works for a, a very, very, very well-known company, a well-known corporate company. She's been with the company for about mm, some, maybe like 15, 16 years, however. 
and she'll tell you in a minute you know the, the corporate side of her i mean she's gotten promotions after promotions after promotion over the course of like 15 16 years but honey in her home life she can be ratchet as all get out <laughs> that's what i mean by knowing how to have that balance of being you being who you are but also kind of knowing certain you know knowing when to turn certain things on and off and but i mean honestly there are certain spaces that you don't have to turn it off like um so like i said the example was my good girlfriend she works in corporate so yes in corporate yeah you do have to kind of you know tighten up a little bit on certain things but if 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 you are in a, a if you occupy in a space and your profession is something like you know Instagram, social media, whatever, oh, you can be just as whoever, whatever you want to be. You know, you if you loud mouth, if you're ratchet, if you if you're nasty, if you you know whatever you are, whoever you are, you don't have to put no filter on it. So, um, yeah. So I mean, yeah. But overall, bottom line is be you. There's nobody else like you. There's nobody else who can be you better than you. So you be you. Don't try to be somebody else. Okay. All right. So, um, oh, what kind of week have y'all been having? Man, to me, this week felt, it just, I don't know. It's a little weird. You ever have a week where, or a day where you just feel kind of off? Like you just feel like your energy is off. You just, not to say that you're in a bad mood or anything like that. Not to, not to say that you, you know, you feel down or nothing like that. But you just don't feel like yourself. And, and I mean, like you do things that you don't normally do. And I don't know, like <laughs> it could be something as small as your normal routine. You, you're getting started later in the day or you, you're starting things earlier than you normally do. I don't know. It's just anything, you know, you're just kind of doing stuff just a little different or whatever. Um... I will say, I think this week was more so kind of challenging for me because it just felt like my workload was extra heavy. And I don't know, I just had a lot going on this week. Shit, it was just, ugh. And I felt like I wasn't getting enough rest, you know? Well, maybe because I, you know, was staying up late or whatever. So yeah, that might be, that might be the problem. That might have contributed to it, okay? But, um, <laughs> but normally I get up like super early. I do my workout or something like that. But honey, this week I was just like, oh, I'll get to it about, you know, late in the afternoon or later, later in the evening, you know? I like to work out in the morning, get it out the way. Because honey, by the evening time, I, I, I can't do it by by 4 30 i'm like uh-uh it's, it's all about the real estate and other stuff i got going on i just can't be trying to work out can't do it can't do it now in 2020 when i was working out when we was in the pandemic you know we was on lockdown i was working out every day about five o'clock and you know i was cool with that but for some reason now i'm just like uh, i gotta get it in the morning in the morning but anyway, so yeah, that was my week or whatever. So looking forward to the weekend. Okay, Juneteenth is coming up. And um, yeah, so there's going to be a lot of festivals and stuff like that. I heard D.L. Hughley say something on his radio show. I was driving. I was on my way to the Dollar General the other day when I had the radio one. And D.L. Hughley, you know, I love his I love his radio show. But anyway, he was like, um, what did he say? He said something like, oh, when it comes to Juneteenth, like, oh, so y'all want us to be happy because y'all y'all want us to celebrate we're supposed to celebrate and be happy because y'all finally let us free you know what i mean and i was like okay 
never really kind of looked at it like that you know and then um one of my friends she was like yeah she was like us black people we always so quick to celebrate certain stuff we always so quick to celebrate this celebrate that she was like basically what he was saying was she we should have never been slaves in the first place <laughs> so well you know i guess that's a good point but hey we still gonna go out and celebrate juneteenth though okay so um but yeah and another thing this week was crazy because it was hot first of all it was hot as fuck now today was gorgeous today was so freaking pretty oh my gosh it was like you ever had them days where the sun is just beaming the sun is sunning the the sun is sunning well the sun is shining <laughs> but the sun is sunning the wind is winding <laughs> but now it was like you know it wasn't too hot you know what i mean it was just like um just comfortable i love the comfortable weather my favorite seasons is is our my favorite seasons are fall and spring because it's not too much of anything i think i i, I don't y'all already know i don't like it when it's too hot i already i can't express that enough i can't stand when it's too hot and um so as a matter of fact i'm supposed to be going to the juneteenth festival tomorrow one of my girlfriends and i'm glad it's not going to be really hot it's not but yeah it was so hot this week oh my gosh and i hate to cut my ac on but it had to come on i hate that because y'all know that aep will be fucking shooting up to the damn sky but hey you gotta do what you gotta do because i'm not about to burn up you know what i mean but anyway so it was just a real comfortable feel today but um this week you know it was just like so freaking hot and humid it was so freaking hot and humid and then we had a power outage up here in Columbus or whatever that and then AEP was cutting people's power off because they didn't want to over you know go through that over um the over the overcharge or whatever like they did in Texas remember in Texas it was around the winter time matter of fact they had that they had like an outage because they, now it, for them it got too cold and oh it was terrible from what I heard it was terrible but yeah so that's what they did here they had to turn off some people's um power and stuff and some people was without power for like two maybe three days like i remember when something like that happened here as well back in i think it was around 2007 2008 somewhere in there but it was due to a wind storm it was it wasn't even wind coupled with rain it was just wind straight fucking hardcore wind and it knocked out the uh, power and I, i remember being without power for like maybe two or three days aren't oh gosh stuff like that so i'm glad everybody i think far as i know the people now my power was fine uh this week when they cut it off i was so glad like oh my gosh i hope they don't cut this shit off but it, mine was fine uh, i wasn't affected or anything but a lot of people i know were affected and so far everybody i know there's their power is back on today so that's a good thing so yeah um yeah shit was crazy but yeah that's that's part of what made it a, a challenging week just kind of just a lot going on and then just ugh, you know so anyway we got through that um you know i saw something interesting on the internet so y'all remember latoya luckett from destiny's child okay so now she has a i guess it's a podcast or some type of show that she's doing now i like latoya luckett i do i like her she seems like that cool down to earth girl she doesn't seem Hollywood. Like, I really like her. So, I checked out one of her videos. It's like one of her first videos for her new endeavor on YouTube. And she was interviewing. She was sitting down having a conversation slash interview with her ex, Slim Thug. 
And I thought it was interesting. I said, you know what? Maybe I should try something like that. Would y'all like to see, would y'all be interested in me doing a podcast with one of my exes? Oh my gosh. And I thought it was interesting because I know sometimes exes do remain friends or whatever. You know, they can still be cool. And, but it's not often that they talk about, well, I'm not gonna say it's not often that they talk about what happened between them. But I don't know. It's not. It's not often that they be real close friends. Like like him and her. Like they're still really really good friends. You can see the chemistry and you can see the love still there. Um, and Latoya is single now, as far as I know, because y'all know her and Tommy got divorced. But um, and I was really rooting for them too. Oh my gosh. But um, her she and Slim Thug they have a they have an amazing friendship is what it looked like to me and they were talking they talked about how they met and what happened and you know why they broke up and they talked about what they meant to each other in the relationship they also revealed that at one point they were engaged which a lot of people didn't know that you know what I noticed too when I was watching it this is just a little sidebar so as we know Toya Lucky everybody's grown now you know grown as fuck you know she got her babies and stuff now and she still look good but when they were talking her and Slim Thug and they were kind of reminiscing on when they met and how they met at at, I think they said they met at a club yeah they they was out at a club or something this was like I want to say the early 2000s I believe and I was you know how you imagine how something looks or you, you, you imagine the scene you know of what what they're describing and so when they were flashing those pictures from the scene so i had my imagination of what they were both looking like and all that when they showed the pictures i was like wow she looked different now mind you the toya luckett is, is she's beautiful to me and she's still beautiful but there is such a difference in the way we wore our makeup even back then. Just there's so, when you look at stuff from, like I said, the early, even as early the early two thousands. When you look at these reality shows, I remember um, we were watching Flavor of Love uh, not that long ago. We were watching the the first few seasons or whatever. Me and my brother and my mom, and it's just funny to look back at that. Just the the look that we had, the makeup, the bodies. It's like everybody was just so more natural back then. And, and and like I said, just looking at Toya back then, looking at her now, of course she's, you know, like I said, she's grown now, you know, she, she's still gorgeous. But even her makeup was just done, you know, because y'all know now makeup itself has taken on a, its own life. I mean, all these different techniques and all this contouring and all this this and that it's just it was I, I don't know i just thought that was so interesting just to see the difference in when i was imagining because when i was imagining how they were describing when they met each other how he was describing how she was looking and he was describing what she had on and stuff like that i was imagining it in my mind but i was imagining her now the the way she looks now i was imagining that's how you know what she looked like back then and then it wasn't until they flashed the pictures and i forgot i was like damn i was like people do look i mean like there is a difference in the way we wear our makeup now as opposed to back then i don't even think she had no makeup back then but she just looked real young and of course i mean of course she was younger but it it was just a different look it was just a whole different fucking look like i said damn they don't i mean just (laughs) there's a difference in image and and just like i said makeup and 
style now compared to back then. My goodness. But anyway, so I just thought that was cool that they were they sat down and they talked like that. And, and I thought it was cool that she kind of you know brought it you know to the to, you know make content out of it because they are still really good friends and everything. And it was just it was just cool to see that. So I kind of that kind of gave me an idea. I might have to work on something like that. I got to pick and choose which ex I wouldn't mind sitting down talking with. Okay. <laughs> as far as I know, I don't have no exes that got no hard feelings towards me or nothing like that. So, I don't know. That might be possible. I would keep y'all tuned. I would keep y'all posted. But anyway, so, so yeah. Um, so, let me talk real quick about this whole um saucy santana situation so saucy santana again okay i'm one of those people i'm like i feel like the old auntie out here sometimes i don't be knowing who's who and i'll be barely keeping up with these new people but saucy santana you know he's the one that made uh let me see you wow 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 y'all hoes y'all know that y'all can talk you talk a lot of shit but let me see if you can wow let me see you why well anyway needless to say he's not one of the hottest things out right now okay so they pulled up some old tweets of his y'all know how twitter is they good for pulling up old shit so they pulled up one of his say some of his some of his old tweets from 2014 where he was dissing um blue ivy um beyonce's daughter beyonce and jay-z's daughter blue ivy who is gorgeous by the way but anyway so he was talking about her hair and saying that you know i, I don't remember what he posted actually i really don't give a shit but i know this was a viral story so i'm talking about it so he uh was talking about basically you know how just sitting on twitter talking about you know basically talking about her hair was nappy he was saying what a lot of people were saying back then her hair was nappy and uh, he compared her to northwest which is um kanye west and um kim kardashian's daughter um saying that um basically basically saying that shit northwest was prettier than blue ivy or whatever and people were going in on him saying he needs to apologize and um he needs to apologize and he could be messing up his career because he could have a chance of working with Beyonce um and I think he was actually supposed to be um he was supposed to be going into he's supposed to be performing in Houston that weekend that the tweets came out sidebar Wendy Williams show is actually going to be ending and I really don't like that because I feel like I feel like um, Wendy shouldn't go out like that. You know, Wendy should not go out like that. Like, Wendy, like, you just gonna let your show in like that? Like, are you serious? You know what I'm saying? Like, she is like the... She is the... um, You know what I'm saying? She is like the fucking epitome of gossip talk you know gossip talk and just spilling tea and going where people was afraid to go when it came to them celebrities like wendy had wendy was fierce she was bold as fuck she asked the questions that people were afraid to ask or whatever so i don't know like yeah she's just going out she's just like ending her show and it's just like not cool to see i mean it's i mean i don't know i just feel like she's not even involved with her show no more you know what i'm saying like she's not even involved with her show no more so it's just like um i don't know it's just messed up 
so i don't know i just i just saw that and i was like uh-uh i can't believe her anyway back to this saucy santana crap okay so um so yeah people were saying that you know he needed to apologize to beyonce because you know that wasn't cool that's a child and things like that and that you know he's fucking he could be fucking up his career um and stuff like that well i feel like this and he's not apologizing he's not apologizing um i think that all thing he said was that he was young back then you know that's the excuse everybody use i was young you be done did some shit two years ago you be like i was young when i did that <laughs> you be done did some shit two weeks ago i was younger been done did some shit a month ago <laughs> i was young back then shit <laughs> shit i mean but you know what <laughs> sometimes i can understand that being an excuse because we all are a, a work in progress constantly so there's things that i mean because you know you learn you know you learn on a daily basis and i know there's things that i've done and maybe have said hell just maybe six months ago <laughs> that i wouldn't do and say now so i could say yeah six months ago i was younger <laughs> i was younger in terms of you know growth and things like that so <laughs> i mean that is kind of funny people do use that as an excuse but anyway so he said that he was younger and he was in a bad place at the time he was miserable like the people who he feel like is trying to bring him down now because you know he's a hot gay rapper or whatever and um somebody said i wonder so okay so after the tweets came up or whatever and everybody was dogging him like oh you know you need to apologize and things like that jay-z and blue ivy they showed up at a basketball game courtside together blue ivy was looking gorgeous with her hair and her curls just big and purdy you know what i'm saying and jay-z was hugging on her trying to show her some love trying to hug on her she was looking like dad no get off my watch the hair watch the hair but uh <laughs> So then that went viral and then somebody said somebody tweeted I wonder what Saucy I wonder what at Saucy Santana gotta say about Blue Ivy now. And he responded, he said, beautiful hair serving with the little heart eyes or whatever. But here's my thing. I don't think he should apologize for what he said uh back in twenty fourteen through on Twitter. I think that it's now. I do think it was some BS for him to compare her to Blue um, to Northwest. Now that was stupid. That was kind of like okay. That was like some old okay. No need for that. But because um, it was almost like he was trying to compare her to Northwest because Northwest is you know fair skinned and and you know curly hair and all that kind of stuff. So that kind of that kind of made it look like you know you he has some deep self inner hate for blacks and black features. You know. So, but I don't feel like he should apologize for what he said, you know, for what he tweeted. I do think that now he did take a chance. It just go to show you that sometimes you got to be careful what you say because you never know, you know, how I can come back to bite you in the ass because I'm pretty sure I don't, I don't know if he knew he was going to blow up the way he did. Um, I don't know if he ever knew he was going to be as hot as he is right now. So, but he said he was younger he said he was in a bad place at the time he said he was miserable so you know he said he's not apologizing for what he said i don't think he should apologize because first of all if he apologizes the apology the apology would not be genuine because he would just be doing it for the people and so who wants an insincere who wants an insincere uh, uh, who wants an insincere apology um not only that but i don't even think beyonce has probably gave this shit two thoughts i mean i don't think she gave two fucks about you know what somebody had to say about her daughter's hair 
Um, it, I don't even, you know what I'm saying? I don't even think she, like I said, I don't think she would really care. But um, I don't think he should, he should apologize. My thing is, you know, people do kind of act like, and I'm just going to say that the beehive, honey, they do kind of act like Beyonce is uh, beyond reproach. She cannot be sitting, no, nobody can say anything bad about Beyonce or anything like that. Now, me personally, I don't agree that he should have talked about Blue Ivy's hair. Um, I don't believe in talking about kids, no way. I don't think you should sit up and speak about nobody's child. And especially on a public platform like that. That's just mean and cruel. So, I mean, you know, I mean, I know at the time a lot of people were talking about Blue Ivy's hair. I mean, let's just be real. Like, they do kind of groom Blue Ivy a certain way. But it might just be, I mean, that may be how Blue Ivy liked to wear her hair. She, you know, I, I do notice that it does seem like they kind of like dress her kind of tomboyish a little bit. I noticed that. But she'd be still cute, though. Don't get me wrong. But I do notice for the most part when we do see her, she's kind of, you know, tomboyish. But, you know, um, what I do like is we don't always see Blue Ivy. Like, you don't, you know what I mean? It's not, she's not constantly shoved down our throats or nothing like that, you know. And it seems like she's enjoying a regular childhood. She's growing up so beautifully. But um, I don't agree that he should have said that. But he did say it. What I'm saying is... Just because I wouldn't talk about somebody's child don't mean the next person won't. Beyonce and Jay-Z, they're public figures, which now makes their children public figures. It just it just comes with the territory. People are going to have shit to say. You know, um, should they say it? No, but the internet is going to internet. That's what people are going to do. They're going to talk their shit. They're going to say what they need to say. They're going to say what the fuck they feel. That's the thing about the internet. And everybody got a podcast nowadays too. My goodness. But that's the thing about the internet is everybody feels that they're entitled to speak their opinions, you know? So, yeah, he's no different. So, and some people were saying, well, maybe he should have just kept it private. He should have just talked about that amongst his friends. That's true, too, but he didn't. He said it on a public platform. And again, I don't think he should apologize for it because, like I said, the apology would not, the apology would not be sincere. So, I mean, just let it go. They chose to dig it back up or whatever. And I mean, like he said, it does come across as if they're trying to destroy him or bring him down. And again, um, people need to stop acting like people shouldn't say anything bad about Beyonce. I mean, you know, Beyonce is a person. I mean, she is a public figure. I mean, you know, I, I like Beyonce. Don't get me wrong. I like Beyonce. You know, Beyonce is... Uh, she's the queen but i'm just saying like people are gonna have shit to say and you can't can't do nothing about that but no i don't think he should apologize i don't i don't um what else we had going on oh i guess what i just watched tonight y'all um i told myself i was gonna watch it the martin reunion oh man 30 years later it was a good reunion it was it was a good reunion it was good to see people it, it first of all it was good to see the whole cast come together it was definitely good to see martin and gene well i'll about to call her gina martin and tisha campbell come together because y'all know the show pretty much ended because of her you know i don't know all the details i to this day i still don't but i know that it was said that she and martin had actually started to kind of get involved personally off you know offset and then she ended up getting with Dwayne Martin, who she was married to for a very, very long time. And then um, I think there was report she she filed a, a sexual harassment charge against Martin because 
Um, she said that when he kissed her and stuff, he stuck his tongue down her throat. Just some crazy shit. I don't know, but basically, Tisha Campbell was um, basically part of the show's demise. Okay. So it's good to see that, you know, 30 years later, they're in a much, much better place. And, you know, they're friends. Again, all of them are good. All of them are still good friends. All of them seem like they're in a good space. And they're all working. They all seem like they're in a good headspace. You know, Martin, after the show went off, you know, remember he had that incident where he was running down the street with a gun or whatever? This was like 96 or whatever. And, man, mm-mm-mm. Yeah, it was crazy. Martin went through some stuff. I remember at, at one point they was concerned about him saying that they you know you know thought that he might have been contemplating suicide and stuff like martin really went through it and uh but it's good to see like i said they all seem like they're in a good headspace mentally and just period just spiritually they just all seem like they're just genuinely happy to still be around and they were happy to do this um to do this uh reunion so it was hosted by Afion crockett he was funny you know he did really good as the host and he actually he was like the facilitator or whatever um he he he's the dude that also be doing those little per, per, what they call them parodic parodies of kevin samuels oh my gosh that shit used to be so funny but um yeah he hosted it or whatever and um he did a really good job it was just so cool to see like i said just Martin just that show was such a fucking classic. That is one of the best shows, one of the most funniest shows that ever graced the television screen. I mean, it really is. And I mean, just look, think about Martin and Tisha Campbell from House Party to Martin. You know what I'm saying? The show. And first of all, House Party is a fucking classic too. I, I love House Party. I like House Party one more than anything. I don't really two was okay but i don't like three at all but i love house party one the first one but um yeah it was good you know they they, they had some guest appearances snoop dogg came through he was in the building uh what was his name uh tommy davidson uh bruh man stopped by i remember bruh man from the fifth floor and he came through the window and shit i thought that was cute how they did that that was really cool uh marla gibbs she was on she came through she stopped by and do y'all know martin's daughter i think is her name jasmine martin's daughter is actually dating eddie murphy's son how cute is that oh my gosh and just think if they get married that's gonna be a bomb ass wedding you know it's gonna be fucking lavish and laid the fuck out and you know it's gonna be full of laughter oh my gosh like that is one wedding i would actually like to be at like that's one celebrity wedding i would like to be at because i know it was it's gonna be so fucking full of laughter i just think that is so cute but anyway um so snoop performed uh gin and juice at the end it just i don't know it just gave you a moment of nostalgia because it was like oh my gosh this used to be this shit i remember coming in on thursday nights honey at eight o'clock i don't give a fuck what we was outside doing honey we was in that house watching my my oh you know they said that it was actually carl Payne who played by cole i mean cole Carl Payne, Carl Payne, who played as Cole, and um, that was actually him on the um, the intro. You know the the uh, the theme song of Martin. We thought it was Kid Capri all those years, but it was actually Cole. That was pretty cool. I heard at one point Martin and Cole wasn't in a good place either. They, you know, what I'm saying 
I heard that. Oh, he was not. They said at one point they did not get. A, see, I heard too that Martin was an asshole altogether. I've heard a lot of people say that, and I actually, matter of fact, one of my ex boyfriends, he had told me that like one time they saw Martin in the mall. It was, I think, it was in Dayton. Yeah, it was in Dayton. So they saw him in the mall, and his aunt, she was a huge fan. And she was wanting his autograph and everything. And they said he was just on some. He was telling. He was talking through his assistant or whoever. Was like no 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 no. Like he was just. They, they just said he had a nasty attitude. But I've heard that from a few people. That he used to be nasty. But um. But it looks like you know he's in a better place. Like I said he just seemed you know. Like he's okay now you know. And um. Yeah, so oh, and they did a really, really beautiful tribute to uh, Tommy Ford. You know, Tommy uh, passed away in 2016. They did a really nice tribute to him. It was basically like a funeral service for real. And um, his wife got up there and spoke very beautiful words. You know, his wife and two kids got up there and stuff. And and then you know, each of the cast, you know, they spoke their piece and everything. It was really nice. I thought that was really, really nice. Um. David Allen Greer, like they show, you know, his performance and stuff on there. I love David Allen Greer's character, Reverend Lonnie Love or whatever, his fake ass Reverend. Oh, I love his character. And um Tommy Davidson and yeah, you know, he appeared on there and um it was just really good. It was, it was really good. Um I think one of my favorite favorite episodes of Martin and I hell, there's a lot of them. But one of my favorite episodes of Martin is the one where Shanene went on Love Connection. Shanene <laughs> ah! went on Love Connection. <laughs> and she <laughs> she went on a date with Valentino played by Chris Rock. Oh my god. I love that episode. <laughs> oh my gosh. So uh yeah, but it was a good it was a good reunion and they asked martin what he do with the show do a reboot he said pretty much no you know he made a good point he was like you know tommy's not here that's a big boy and i said that too like i feel like don't try to recreate that that was a moment that was that was history that was a moment excuse me and it was it was it was organic and it was just it's it's what it's supposed to be it's supposed to be you know it came it saw and it conquered you know the show came they did what they were supposed to do they made us laugh for years and i mean they they impacted the culture i mean you got so many people who was walking around like talk to the hand talk to the hand and you go girl and um get the step in and all of that you know what i'm saying like they really impacted the fucking culture in a good way um and I didn't know, and Martin, he said that you go girl came from, because Afeon Crockett, he asked him, you know, where did you go girl come from? And he said it came from when they was on House Party, when AJ Johnson, who she has her own life, some type of life coaching show now on, come on, it come on TV one. But AJ Johnson said it to Tisha on, you know, on um, House Party a few times. And she did. I remember when, um, uh Sydney Tisha's Tisha's um Tisha's character Sydney was telling her you know how her and Kid she you know they oh child when they went to go get Kid because he had got locked up you know whatever he got put in jail for the night and they was going to get him but you know Tisha and Kid had um 
kind of got their little freak on the you know a couple hours before that happened. So Tisha and when they was in the car with play, I'm some Tisha Sydney whatever. Sydney was telling Shireen, which is AJ Johnson's character, like you know whispering to her, telling her what happened or whatever. And then she was just like, I know you ain't tripping, cause you know at one point AJ was <laughs> damn okay. I can't make up my mind if I want to call them by their fucking name or they they fucking real name or the damn character name. But okay, AJ Johnson's character said uh, Shireen act like she was tripping, cause. Uh, Sydney and Kid was low-key getting together and then she finally, you know, she was like, well, you go, girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? So she did say that to her a few times through the movie. But I thought that was interesting that, you know, he took that and kind of made it now and then shit. To this day, we're still saying you go, girl. So, yes, it left a, a, a huge impact on the culture. And uh, it was just a wonderful show. And, and like I said, I don't want to see them do a reboot. Mm-mm. That's some things you just need to leave alone. Like, I felt like they should have left Coming to America alone. Alone. That's a classic-ass movie. I love Coming to America, boy. Every time I watch it, it's like I never watched it before. I be cracking up like it's my first time seeing it. But, uh, but yeah, so I was, um, I was pleased with the Martin reunion. I thought it was cool. So, um, yeah. So that was that. And, um, well, I don't know. I think I'm going to, um, I don't know. I think I, was that all I want to talk about tonight? Um, I really didn't have much on my list today. I really didn't. Um, yeah, I really didn't. I guess I really have much to talk about tonight. So let me go ahead and get off of here. And, um, cause I got some things to do in the morning scene. So, um, all right, y'all. Don't forget to um, subscribe to this podcast and um, follow me on social media. But until next time, I catch y'all in the next episode. All right, peace. All right, guys, that's a wrap. And once again, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now, don't be stingy. Go ahead and share this podcast. And don't forget to follow on social media. Remember, you might get glad about what I said, or you might get mad about what I said. Either way, I said what I said. Till next time, y'all take care. Bye.